0: Girls Pod Channel, I am Christy Mercer. Yes, you have landed on listening to this episode, hopefully in the thick of summer. Whether you are away, sunning yourself sick, whether you've got a little bit of time off work, where you're kicking it with family and friends, um, from us, from Stace and I, um, we really hope that you are, I don't know, maybe taking a little bit of time out to get reflective just like we are um, on 2018. That is what our summer sessions that we've done the last couple of years are I reckon it's um, it's a, it's an interesting time where you stop to have a little bit of a breather and a bit of a space from what the fuck has just happened because November, December, let's face it, is a bit of a blur. I feel like there's this hecticness of energy where you constantly feel like you are forgetting something or leaving your keys in your house even when you're not and even when your to-do list is maybe – kind of sorted there's this feeling of like floating around a bit more than you normally are so that is why it's nice to kind of look back and also be appreciative and um celebrate all of the all of the ups and the downs that um have come into your life in the past 12 months and that's exactly what we're doing now with some of the incredible chats that we have had not just with women but this year i kind of also forgot that we for the very first time invited a dude uh, aka guy Sebastian was our first ever guy on the thinker girls pod channel which is kind of a big thing when you've had conversations between you know chicks and clever talented funny amazing inspiring ones at that for the past six or so years so this is a bit of a collection and a bit of a, a chance for stace myself our team and from feedback from you guys um, because obviously we couldn't do this without you so the the episodes we know that have really connected to you are ones that we've kind of put of a a bit of a fine tooth comb over at this time of year and thought which ones will we which well ones will we rehash also just because we are feeling the love we couldn't do any of this without you guys that listen and we couldn't do any of this without our team abby and jordan we love you guys we couldn't do this without you our posse especially our vip members we know that everybody that downloads subscribes listens to a podcast even sporadically is out there spreading the word about um what we do but also for people to actually give money and 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 donate to us putting together a channel of content that we think's mega important is kind of neck level and that's also something that we're mega appreciative and reflective on this year too we love you and we hope that you enjoy this summer session what are you
1: getting up to bye felicia welcome to the thinker girls pod channel i'm stacy june and i'm
0: christy mercer and welcome to the royal wedding breakdown
1: Yes. Well, is that can we call it that? Sure. We haven't
0: we haven't actually sussed the title but Uh,
1: well there it is. We'll go with that. This is a special edition of the 411 dropping to you, live, Live,
0: <laughs> live, 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 <laughs> live across the world.
1: Um our pod channel is a place where we talk about our lives, your lives and our guests' lives, but today it is about whatever it is we're interested in that's going on around the world in pop culture, entertainment celebs. I mean, who else is talking about the royal wedding? As much as you might be completely exhausted by it, Mm. you're never getting a Thinker Girl spin anywhere. So we had had to drop it.
0: There's still shit to discover. I we had lots of messages from people on the Thinker Girls, and a few on my personal that are like, "I can't wait for you guys to to talk about this." Really? Yeah, I got a few that were like. Um, saying you know you watch it and you think and I'm wondering we get such
1: different messages. My our mind is like, can you please tell me a book that I can read to enhance myself? <laughs> and you're like, bitch, can't wait. I'm like, seriously, interesting. it is
0: interesting because there was somebody <laughs> that goes, I was uh, someone messaged me on my personal I think and said I was watching it and thinking to myself, I wonder what Stacey and Christy will have to say about this, which wow. is in- which is a big compliment because it's maybe the fact that we might have something to say that you're not thinking of straight away either or your mates aren't. Which or is a nice
1: thing. Everybody's thinking it, but just not fucking saying True. it out loud. Which is the story. Hey, that of our sounds lives. like a bit of a, uh, yeah, a catchphrase. You um, if you haven't listened to any of the shows that have dropped this week, Talitha Cummins is a journalist, um, a speaker. She does incredible work across talking about uh, binge drinking with women, has her own incredible stories. Talks about becoming a mum and how hard you know and um, and rewarding the media industry was. It's such a freaking great chat. Love it. Sometimes I really hope that when we get this vibe from someone, that you're getting it too. Mm. Because it was personally a really incredible conversation. I, I'm hoping that that really played out with for you guys also. Well, let
0: us know if it has. Yeah. I think I think the cool thing about that chat was it wasn't just if you're in the media industry you can relate. If you're just a and not even a woman, if you're just a person, yeah, you know what I mean. There was so much to take out of that in terms of asking.
1: Who am I really? Yeah. Everybody
0: can relate to that regardless yeah. of what your background is. Yeah.
1: Um, today we do want to talk about the Royal Wedding, but the specific things that I suppose I was like, who the fuck's that? What the fuck happened here? What the hell this is? This? Actually, somebody did message and say there's a lot of F-bombs in the 411 a couple weeks ago. I know, there have been more than more than so have I will, been the I will pull that back. I won't push it for the sake of pushing it. I like the F-bomb on the 411 episode though because some of this stuff feels so trivial and so just – I don't know, light that I enjoy it, feeling like it's a bit of a pub. Well, I was just about to say, you know? why
0: is it that we're swearing more on the four one one? I think it's because when it's, there's I topics don't take that you get it really seriously
1: like, either you get
0: really blah, 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 like you need to get it out. Yeah. Like I think I get when I
1: have something that I feel passionate about, I swear more because it's like pay me attention. And also, I'm like mostly hating on things half the time, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like that needs a, a fuck behind it. Hang you know? on, is there
0: hating on around the royal wedding of, nah, the, of the angle that you want to bring? No,
1: nah, but I was really into the questions. Yeah. I yeah, had, right, like, right. who the fuck are those kids? <laughs> That's the first one, right? In so there's 17 kids. Yeah, okay. we know that who two of them are, Charlotte and what's the other kid's name? Uh, George, George, Prince George, who are William and Kate's daughter and son. Char- Can I just say, Charlotte oh. is D. Fun. The way
0: she waves to the pap's and her her face just light. You know how you look at some people and you look and you go, your face is a sun. It light. Yeah. It lights up. That yeah. is her little face. Is such. I don't know. Such kind of confidence in owning who she is. I get this real vibe in this, from but her. But in this
1: in this not boss way, just in a I'm three. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I
0: don't get the sense that mum or dad has said to her. Now we have to wave to the camera. You can just see. She's like. Or no i don't know because mate. george
1: doesn't george is having none of
0: it he never really has i don't reckon but little
1: girls are a little bit more um obedient at that age they also want know. to do what their mummy does yeah maybe There's i just get this not a chance in how those kids haven't been given a bit of a conduct training
0: i get the sense that maybe yeah but you can train a kid but they would do it and yeah, not want to do but it I'm just but i'm
1: saying she she's not waving because she's like she would have been told to wave at some point.
0: Yeah, I but think. she's although she, you know, you can be told to do something and still enjoy doing it.
1: Mm. The two boys, in particular, that made me want to figure out who all these kids are, was obviously one of them was the one of the the, the classic photo that's gone viral everywhere of his massive grin. The train carrier. Yeah, yeah. when the church yeah. bells went off so or some cool. kind of instrument went off, and I just looked at that little boy and went, "This is not his environment." Like, who is that boy? Mm. It just, he just was looking around going, Where the hell am I? Yeah. Where am I? Mm. This is crazy. And so, those two little boys are seven years old. They are brothers. Their names are Brian Mulroney and John Mulroney. They arrive with Megan at the chapel. So, it was also interesting who are these boys? No one else is in that car with her. And she's chosen these two little boys to arrive with her. So, not Charles, not her mum, no one. She drives a part of it on your wedding day in front of the world mm. is watching you and you are on your own and you've chosen these two little page boys, not her new niece and nephew, these two mm. little page boys. So I was like, who the hell? And it makes so much sense because they're twins and they are the sons of Megan's very best friend from oh. Canada. Um, her name is Jessica Mulroney also, and her husband is a television presenter. His name is Ben. Um, they're quite well-to-do. I think they're, they're kids of an old Canadian Prime Minister, right. Brian okay. M- Mulroney. Um, and so – Obviously, it makes sense. It'd be like in that. So I always I, I try and make everything so normal. And I think back. Well, if this was me, I was yeah. becoming a princess. Yeah. Then that would mean Harvey would just ride with me, my best mate's son. Well, it's in the it's car. It's really nice. It makes that sense, it, but it's weird still, isn't that it? That
0: it feels personal, yeah. like personalized. That it's like there is some sense of normality and who my actual core people are being represented in this world that is very. I mean, it was surreal to watch. Like I was sitting in a super joint, live streaming it with my. Mate, they were trying to kick us out, and we said just one second because we just wanted the bloody preacher to finish so we could yeah, see more. Yeah yeah, 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 I was like, all right, bro. Like we're eleven minutes in now. Like, I want to see like what else is going on. Yeah, but it was. So, I kept my eyes were boggling out of my head because I just kept saying to my to my mate, "Laz, this is surreal. Mm. This is surreal." And you know like, you're why it is there. because
1: she is so normal. Because She's so I can
0: only imagine if. If randoms in Australia are live streaming you on their iPhone in a super joint going, this is surreal, what it would actually be like to be actually Meghan Markle who has lived... You know, being brought up in a normal family, like her parents are divorced, like in a, a mixed race family, family a like struggling family, a struggling family. The there was a photo of her when she was fifteen years old, posing outside of Buckingham Palace, like we all would have done when we've gone on an overseas holiday, getting a dorky photo with like you know your flares in the nineties mm. outside of a mm. landmark, or braces neck minute. Twenty two years later, and she's actually getting married at that very palace. <laughs> it's it's
1: it's, it's yeah. a flip. It's a real flip out. So their mum, because she didn't have bridesmaids, the their mum jessica was the lady at one of the ladies at the steps this is the little so, boy the little boys. yeah so yeah. when you when she came out of the car there was obviously that real official man but then i was just constantly looking for for splices of normal people mm. i knew these boys were some form of normal even though their grandfather is a prime minister mm. but that is still not royalty mm. and i so i think the maybe she was in she was in a, a royal blue dress and fascinator. Um, oh, the mum? Yeah. Okay. So she, I think there was a heap of them, a heap of the women that, well, no, there there was a heap of the women that, that carried those kids up. So the other kids I was also interested in, there was a, another six-year-old called Jasper Dyer. Um, and it doesn't really say who he <laughs> belongs to. Oh. It just says that, you know, that was his name and he was a fourth page boy and that he wore the same thing as all the other boys. But... It's still a bit of a mystery on that one. Can I
0: ask, can we, I know you'll suss the rest of the kids, but can I just go back to what you were saying before about when she got out of that, out of the car, yeah. when she first arrived? Yeah. My initial feeling was, oh, she's very on her own. Yeah. Oh. And I felt sad. I don't know what your feeling was because maybe you could look at it and go, wow, that's cool. She's empowered. Nah. She's rocking up on oh. her own. I felt. I was very mixed in it. I felt, and I looked at my, and we both said at the same time, we go, Oh, that's full on. She's there on her own. Like how overwhelming that would be on any kind of wedding day when you've got all of these eyes on you, let alone billions of people around the country, the most watched wedding of all time. And there wasn't anybody in the car with her until she arrived. And I, I actually did feel maybe it's because of what had been in the media in the past about, you know, rando, estranged family members, like you know, trying to spin shit and the stuff with her dad selling the pat picks, which you can listen to on last week's four on one episode. Maybe because that was in my brain already. She just got out of the car, and I just felt like, oh man, I feel sorry for her. She's on her, she's on her. I own. am
1: quickly looking this up now and googling but I actually think that a lot I, I don't know I feel like I remembered Kate Middleton walking up a certain part on her own and then her dad joined her at the same place that Charles might have I thought I people could came out wrong. of the car
0: with her oh yeah remember well, not because in the, I don't
1: think she came out of the car I think she was there though so she was yeah. holding no i'm i'm wrong i'm i'm looking at the pictures now of kate middleton rocking up and her dad's with her mm, and pippa as you as mean, you said yeah. is um is holding her dress
0: cuz i thought i was surprised it's definitely her dad, you know yeah. when you're looking for glimpses of anything even when they're far away you're squinting looking mm. to see what you the figures you can see through the car and the first thing i said was to my mate i go where's her mum yeah. cuz i was like and you know why you know, when it was announced from that royal, you know, the statement that came out from Kensington Palace that her mum um, would not be walking her down the aisle. In fact, it would it's, be Prince Charles. I thought at the very least maybe her mum would be riding, cruising in the car with her as they rocked out.
1: It is interesting. I think from it in the end, at the end of the day, it, it may also just work out to be a logistics thing. You don't yeah. know, like, this is going to work. We've got to get you into this particular, because we're talking like massive um kind of spaces like you could see how big that aisle was it's televised which is gross but it is a reality of how this stuff works i think the thing about the aisle conversation it is an interesting one because she is very normal and i think i think everybody has felt like they too could have been a princess Mm. because she is a princess and not everyone is a hollywood actress but again she, you look at her and her success and where she comes from, you think, well, that could have been me. There's this incredible relatability about her. But the the aisle, the aisle what thing do you mean is the aisle really – like walking down the aisle oh, okay. is a really interesting um, – demonstration of how we see things it is and I'm, I've always been very fascinated by it not just by the fact of back in the day the tradition was that you were basically being waged off like it, it by really, your father from yeah,
0: one family you, to another essentially yeah.
1: there was a bit of a um, sales deal going yeah, on yeah yeah so that's not I guess so much of what my focus is for modern day but it definitely is important to know that's where that stems from but I think the other point is that is such a real patriarchal traditional part of the wedding
0: mm, the giving away 100%. the father giving the daughter yeah. away i've
1: always found it incredibly interesting on such a political level on such an emotional level on such a on a historic level that i completely disagree with i've always been so uh, just complex by it but i think when i did see her walk up by herself with all of those things in mind, Mm. I did feel the same. I I did feel bad for her. But at the same time, I know that, again, you put yourself in the same situation, which seems ridiculous because she's a princess. But you also have to look at, well, what do you do? Do you essentially have your dad walk you down the aisle that you probably haven't spoken to? This is all assuming. Yeah, yeah, But there's a chance. Her
0: actual dad. Yeah, she
1: hasn't spoken to him in a couple of years. He hasn't shown any interest in stuff she's doing. The, the rumours are true in that she's selling his story to make a bit of extra cash off her life and that essentially he was joining her because that was the right look to have. Mm. And I guess sometimes it's a hard position she finds herself in and I agree with the mum. I don't really know what yeah, happened there. Yeah, that was there. the mum. It wasn't so much but the dad thing, it was more no, the No, but just the, the aisle conversation in general. I think, I think about a lot of women that have really complex, uneasy relationships with their father and how they get to the decision to make it where they still want to do that tradition. I well, find to be it completely, really interesting to be because completely honest, I, think I don't a lot actually, of people have bad relationships and still want that but to But I happen. don't actually
0: think a lot of people see it as a choice. I think mm. a lot of people get married and there's things that you do when you get married that's so men- – it's like that article you wrote for news.com. Mm. It still blows people's minds that they go, oh, my God. I never knew it was possible to have a wedding and not have your old man walk you down the Mm. aisle. Like, you're seeing that as a choice. I see that as a choice. Mm. A lot of people do, men and women. But there would be people listening to this podcast, people that have got married, that would not think that you could physically have a choice over, if your dad's living, regardless of your relationship, that there is any kind of say that you could have over who walks you down the aisle whether they do or whether they don't. Well,
1: I don't know who the rule book is on life here or the rule the the freaking god or guru is on weddings and there's someone we all think we're answering to. But I'm telling you now mm. you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um A friend of mine's getting married and her dad's alive, he's around, but uh, hasn't been the main kind of um, parent in her life, her whole life. yeah. Was probably more of a parent in her siblings' lives, yeah. but just was, you know, her mum remarried and she was kind of more a part of a a step-family unit as opposed to the one of, of her and her dad. And it's interesting because... It's very clear to her what she should do in that scenario, which is involving her mum because that's who she feels like is her parent. And if there is going to be a ceremony of giving something away, then that makes sense. But obviously... The other siblings don't have that experience. So it then is like, well, dad's here. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's really complex. But and also, I, I think this particular tradition in particular, that's why I think it made headlines because people are like, but who's going to give her away? Why? Everybody well, there were freaked. bets on it.
0: Well, there were bets on it. There were like tabs on. And and her mum was the um, most likely person to then you know like I think well, you could physically <laughs> you could physically
1: bet money on who is walking Mega Michael down the it aisle. It wasn't a hard bet. There weren't many other options. Yeah, that's true. It's you know in the sad reality of it. But I think this is the thing I'm trying to get to. Is it sad? Is it sad because everybody refers, I guess, acknowledgement or an idea of what. Um, success in a family looks like is built on this this picture that we've all painted for ourselves which equals mum dad might not be perfect but at least you talk to each other no I I just don't believe that that's the case for so many people so many people are estranged from Mm, their family mm. even a couple of my mates that we were talking about this over the weekend and and he was saying look I love my family and by the outside and I, I would call us close But I've got a six hour cap. Mm. I think the thing I think that was cool
0: about and I did see there have been a billion and one articles written about it. Every angle and which way you could spin it, chop it, you know, like has been covered, you know, while people have been, you know, digging for different elements, Mm. right, of the wedding. Mm. And one of the um, articles that I read that I found super interesting was like a bird's eye view shot of everybody in the um, aisles, you know, that had attended the wedding. That was weird. And there were two sections because there
1: were 500 people that attended, but there was a big wall between. Did you see Oprah arrive and how she got lost? I didn't
0: see the getting lost thing, but. life.
1: she was like just walking around, like she just was looking was a real for a person, table at a but restaurant, she, but she'd be opera. Yeah, she was just like, Where's my thing? She's just like, I can't find it. She's just, I was like, What is she doing? What a
0: fucking it was amazing, amazing woman. So hilarious. Okay, so I found that, that bird's eye view shot, which, uh, yeah, you're right, it was Trey bizarre because I was like, Majority of these people, st- like, they can't actually even see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it's That's almost right. like, and also, but it's where, like you go to a concert and you know how you end up not being able to see because you're behind a pole and you watch the proceedings from the fucking, or, from the screen. And yeah, or well, like, better oh. yet, you're like,
1: hey, you've got VIP tickets. You can go um, behind stage or like backstage and then you don't see any of the show, but, but that's you're backstage. It- it's like... Welcome to the royal family. You can come to the wedding, but you can't see anything. You're capped.
0: It's so strange. But this shot, right, this aerial view shot, and it it was all color coded and it related back to this key, which was Harry's friends, Harry's family members, Megan's family members, Megan's friends. And the color codedness was like a lot of Megan's friends, Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, a smaller amount of Harry's friends. Heaps of Harry's family, obviously, just also and one color, which was Megan's family, and that was her mama.
1: But this is what I think is interesting about this storyline. As somebody that I don't know has often felt my f- at times more so than others, and not so much more recently, but has often really found found myself quite estranged from my immediate family, and have really really had emphasis on my friendships as my family. It, nobody is interested in focusing on the fact that she had tripled the amount of friends. No, like, but that's you know where I mean? was leading, babes, because yeah. I was
0: going to say how important that is to see on this mega scale that your friends are your family, your friends mm. are your support network. And, and I don't know, there wasn't part of me that saw that key because there was equal amounts of people basically going oh that's so sad that her like second cousin removed and his new wife isn't there because I think we've all had that moment well I have been to weddings where I've met the bride and the bride for the first time where it's like my ex's family member Mm. and then he scores an invite so then I do too Mm. and then going up and going hi it's so lovely to meet you and that just feels weird that you're mm-hmm. like at this person's like wedding, celebrating their relationship, yet have never met them. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know about you, but I'm calling David Beckham the Pippa Middleton's ass of this wedding.
1: Oh yeah, that would be an easy. <laughs> that's
0: an easy call. You know, just, no argument he, here. That man is a getting better with age, and B just oozes sex appeal. Like there's something
1: about there's, his, his oh, the way his, he fathers and husbands. That I think really adds to the, I don't to the know, picture there's here. There's this real... Well, he's so open on Insta. Like there's just this other offering now with what we can see in their lives. And you kind of... You get senses that people are good people from photographs or movies yeah, and yeah, stuff, like yeah. Hugh Jackman. You're like, that guy looks yeah. like a great guy. Yeah. But now you've got the ability to actually see their lives and see them prove it, which and he adds frots, it to another level.
0: froths his family. Oh, yeah. Did you see that video when he started they all crying? Do. They They love when each when other. Brooklyn, when Brooklyn rocked up and surprised his dad and he rocked up at the restaurant and Beck's David Beckham, so the son comes in and they're all sitting at a round, you know, If you haven't round, seen it, I mean. Round dinner table out for lunch or dinner or whatever. Um, Maybe it's for his birthday, I think. And he comes behind his dad and he puts his hands um, over his eyes and must say something like, guess who?
1: Because Romeo lives. Is it Romeo? Romeo, no. uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's the oldest one. Overseas now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And David Beckham just starts bawling his eyes out. And I was just like. That is just But I think you can they love each other. I
1: think that's where we've got to a point where people are looking at him and as much as his suit was incredible he looked great. Yeah. Now you're right. we've got this other view of yeah, him where like something you else are getting better. Yeah. I can't even deal <laughs> like that's what it is. Like now yeah, and also right. he like they all – I I'm always fascinated and I think it does have a lot to do with the father when the kids are very openly affectionate mm. and complimentary to their mother. Mm. I think that's that mm. is them mirroring their dad. Yeah, I think I you're right, do yeah. think that. Because they're all like, mum, love you you know, yeah. like Mum in the family is often the fucking shit kicker. She just cops it. Well in my family. She's not, yeah. you know, she's not in, she's not encouraged to be to love, you know, she's not encouraged to celebrate. She's just mm. the one that's always fucking there. Whereas that has to be gone and be rid of and I think they've done it well where it's cool to love mum it's yeah. cool to love Victoria Beckham yeah. and I mean
0: she's Victoria Beckham yeah. also um can she i was just a So there were a lot, there were a lot of things of this wedding that you just and I know where we touched on this earlier but there's a surreal element right mm-hmm. where there was it's just it was so out of place it's kind of like it's kind of like, which which part like the black preacher i <laughs> just I can't get over. Or the preacher. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, but just the fact that he was an African-American yeah. preacher yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about slavery, it was almost yeah. like somebody had picked him up from, you know, wherever the church is that he practices. Yeah. Maybe I'm assuming that he's America. Maybe he's based in the UK. Oh, I don't no, no, know no, no, too no. much he's about it. He's a reverend. But you know what I mean? But it was just felt to me, it was almost like someone had just, you know, picked something up and popped it somewhere where you go, oh, that's it works but I wasn't even when Megan said her vows and hearing her american yeah. accent yeah, against yeah. the the british accent yeah. felt felt not out of place but a bit like oh your ears prick up right yeah, so to see true. this Passion around Jesus and loving Jesus, and you have that crazy juxtaposition of like the queen with her hands, you know, you know, so tightly, you know, put in her lap and so proper and so, you know, unhappy.
1: Her face just looks. But I love the queen she doesn't she's if she has retching breasting bitch face or she doesn't have to explain herself to anybody, but I just love that there there was
0: still elements where we we felt before that wedding, well, I did anyway, fuck we've left no stone unturned like people have been trying to track down what the dress will look like, what they'll eat, what the designer will do, what Harry will wear, where they'll go for that, all this kind of stuff that I was like there's still I was watching it live stream it going. I feel surprised.
1: Mm, there, like, was, there, there was, was elements of
0: surprise. But there
1: was her in there. I think that's the surprise. That's the bit that's everyone's a bit like, holy shit, not only did she make it into this family, but – she was represented. And yes, her dad wasn't there, but her dad is not Mm. all of her. So she was totally represented. She had the two page boys, which are her personal, Mm. like like get her in there. That's what I mean. The aisle was such a Mm. focus, but Mm. there was a big representation. I even think the dress she wore to the party, like the Prince Charles party afterwards, where they hopped into the convertible, yeah, yeah, was so still really her. Like I I hadn't seen a princess wear something with shoulders out like that. It was sexy. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like you got a real version that she had respected the traditions yep. and respected a certain way. But I also am here. I'm present. I am alive. You know. Can
0: I also just mention low key the other love story that <laughs> that oh, wasn't that no. wasn't Megan and Harry, and that was not Chelsea. No doubt, oh. it was the Queen and the dog. And the dog guy. Have okay. you heard about this? So Megan, oh, Megan so, This is the greatest story I think I, there is, I, I and I obsessed. needed it. I needed I it am because obsessed. I
1: needed it because the Queen just looked so unhappy the entire time. And then when I heard this story, I thought, okay, okay, she, she's, she's in there.
0: Let me break this down for everybody that hasn't seen. There is a photo. <laughs> a photo of so the Queen. Good. On that day? <laughs> on that day, si- sitting next to the Queen with his ears all pricked up was the rescue dog of Megan that has travelled from the US over now to the UK. Is a rescue beagle. His name is Guy and apparently the Queen is such a beagle lover and a dog lover that she's taken this real liking to Guy the rescue dog. So and Guy he... the rescue
1: dog is travelling in the car with the Queen. <laughs> you couldn't even get a grin from the Queen. Her own grandson couldn't get a high five or a even a... A, a smile. She didn't even kiss him when she walked to her seat but yet the dog drives with her. He
0: is riding front and centre and just to see this like huge zoom lens of a camera you know like st- taking snaps of the Queen sitting all proper on the way to the wedding and then you just see above the window above the door just this little dog snout sitting there. This American rescue I was dog. just like this is sick. Yeah. Like, this
1: is... I needed that too, actually, <laughs> on a feel-good note because I think the Queen, she says, you don't know where she stands. Yeah. I don't mind that about her. There is something kind of quite feminist about her mm. in that she's really quite unapologetic. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you are on a wedding, I think anybody is looking for a little bit of a smile or a glimpse into mm. that she's okay and happy with the day. And I needed that story. How's the rags
0: to riches story? He was on death row in America in a pound. What, the
1: dog? Yeah.
0: Oh. Neck minute. He's right in front and centre with, with the Queen to see his owner get married and become one of the royals.
1: Well, now, see, I mean, why are we focusing on the dad? like clap to guy. There is just some real good good things happening with this merge. Stunning. This, this country merger. Just stunning. All right, well, we hope you've yes. enjoyed our recap.
0: Thank you. Oh, we've made it, haven't yes. we? Look at um, the bells and whistles over, oh, over hello, here, lovey. Big
1: budgets. Um, <laughs> if you like the show, give it a review, give it a rating. We read them all. I had a yes. bit of a squeeze yesterday. There are so heaps many more of, coming yeah, through, hey. They're coming through. We appreciate it. We see them. Um, it allows people on iTunes to see us, um, which, as we know, this year is all about building our posse. So we really appreciate it. Next week we have uh, – who do we have – Sofia Stefanovkovic. Is that how I say her name? Stefanovic. Stef- no, no St- Stefanovic. Oh, there you go.
0: Because it's the emphasis that wasn't like Carl Stefanovich's last name because that's been aussie
1: She is a writer, that's right, um, who writes a story and a book called Miss Ex Yugoslavia. We talk about integrating from Yugoslavia into mm, Australia, mm. how she felt like she was really in between both cultures for a long time. I think that if you're somebody that has parents that have migrated or yourself didn't come here speaking English, you're really going to relate to this story because She allows us to ask questions that I think sometimes people are uncomfy to ask.
0: Yeah, that was a really, really cool chat. That will be next week on the pod channel. But, of course, um, yeah, send this to a mate if maybe they haven't heard of it. We'd really bloody appreciate it and it makes a difference.
1: Yes, it does. All right, till next week. Bye, guys.
0: time of the week is. That is when we get to go live with you, our posse, and chat about whatever you guys want. We
1: absolutely love going live on Facebook, but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us, the Thinker Girls on Facebook. Yeah, we get to say hello to you, give you guys an update on hashtag our lives, and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us. So once a week, make sure that you hang in on the Thinker Girls Facebook page to find out when you can find us. Hold up.